Well, hey, friends, welcome to Monday, May the 15th. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Enough for Today. It was a great weekend at Emmanuel. We are so thankful to celebrate Mother's Day. We had a morning full of cinnamon rolls and uh, John 14. Wow, what a study. I just, uh, I just love, love, love this portion of Scripture. It was so encouraging. We essentially studied God's formula for flourishing, Jesus' formula for how life works um, in his physical absence but spiritual presence, how we walk through life with him and the Father and the Spirit, the Trinity, at work in our lives, holding us, securing us, and equipping us, helping us, strengthening us, uh, advocating for us, and how we're called into great living and out of great love to great works uh, for a great Savior from grateful hearts. And so that's a little bit of yesterday. If you didn't catch it, you can catch it tonight on the live um, uh, Monday night rewind at seven o'clock or anytime on um, on on YouTube in the archives. We are in Psalm 78. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for starting a new week with enough for today. <clears throat> we're, we're working our way through this second longest psalm, and we're studying God's faithfulness in, in contrast to his faithless and rebellious people, his fickle followers. And so we're studying the children of Ephraim, verse 9, who broke away from the, the kingdom the northern kingdom separated from the southern kingdom of Israel and kept not the covenant of God. And though he would, had done marvelous works and great wonders um, throughout generations, they rejected God. It, it really shows us that there is a kind of heart that is going to rebel against God no matter what he says or does. Uh, there is such a thing as overt evil. Not everybody, not every situation not every force or power in the universe means well okay uh, there is such a thing as evil there is such a thing as rebellion and defiance overt defiance against God and uh, these people are an example verse 12 said marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt verse 13 he divided the sea and caused them to pass through he made the waters to stand as in heap he parted the Red Sea spectacular deliverance infinite, amazing love. Verse 14, in the daytime he led them with a cloud and all the night with a light of fire. He was with them. His presence guided them and instructed them and strengthened them um, and took care of them. He was caring for them, leading them by the cloud, by the fire. Verse 15, he clave the rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink as out of the great depths. He made rocks provide water in the wilderness. Verse 16, he brought streams also out of the rock and caused the waters to run down like rivers. Just catch this, not just the supernatural works of God, but the loving, shepherdly, fatherly, generous heart of God. Notice his redeeming heart. He redeems them out of slavery. He brings them through impossible situations. He provides for them in dry, desert lands. He makes their lives flourish with a provision of water and sustenance. Verse 17, and they sinned yet more against him by provoking the Most High in the wilderness. They complained, they griped, they taunted, 
They regretted following God. They were bent on their own pettiness. Verse 18, and they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. They refused to be contented with God's provision. And they, 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 they tempted him. They complained against him. They murmured against him. They griped against them, complaining about the things he did provide. Verse 19, yea, they spake against God. They said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? In spite of all of his care, their human nature, their sin nature, uh, rebelled against him and scorned him, complained against him, murmured against him, griped against him. This sounds like like me sometimes. I'm sure this sounds like you on occasion. This sounds like a lot of 21st century, quote-unquote, Christians. Verse 20, behold, he smote the rock that the waters gushed out and streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? This is the people still scorning God, doubting God. Yeah, he did that, but can he do this? Can he provide flesh for his people? Therefore, the Lord heard this and was wroth. And so a fire was kindled against Jacob and anger also came up against Israel. They provoked God. They rebelled against God, and God dealt with them. God responded to that rebellion, and justly responded, I might add. We, we see that it, the picture that's being painted for us is the undying, persistent, loving care for, uh, of God, his gracious, his lavish, leading, tenderness, care, provision, and then man's propensity to vilify God at the slightest reasons and over the slightest things, to vilify him, to rebel against him, to defy him, to to needlessly, pointlessly, incoherently, really, illogically arrive at doubtful, disputing, rebelling, argumentative conclusions with God, to have a contentious relationship with God, and we see them pushing the mercy, pushing the grace of God, and and taking for granted, presuming upon it. And then we see God has an end to his mercy. He is long-suffering. His mercy is enduring. But at some point, he has to deal with sin, which he does going forward throughout the narrative as well. He did it on the cross with Jesus. He will do it at the end of time at the great white throne judgment. But in this moment, he did it justly. He dealt showing his character that, he, yeah, he's merciful, he's gracious, but uh, he, his mercy eventually has to deal with sin and with rebellion. So we see this needlessly contentious relationship with God. And to me, it's heartbreaking because uh, God was nothing but a good father, nothing but a great redeemer, nothing but a loving savior, nothing but a protective, providing faithful shepherd for these people and yet they pushed him they pushed him they pushed him until he needed to take action for the good of others and for the good of his eternal purposes verse 22 because they believed not in god and trusted not in his salvation so verse 21 says his wrath was kindled fire was kindled against jacob and his anger came up against israel those people that he judged, those people that the earth swallowed up, those people that were consumed. Why? Why were they? Because they believed not in God and trusted not 
in his salvation. You see their rebellion, their defiance, their contention was just a manifestation of their willful, deliberate unbelief. And this theme tracks all the way through scripture. Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. Jesus, John 14, you believe in God, believe in me also. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me also. Do you see how throughout the narrative, start to finish, even into Revelation, those that end up under the judgment of God end up there by their own decision not to believe in his redemptive purposes, in his redemptive plan, not to believe in Jesus, not to believe in the gospel. My friend, your belief in truth holds you. I mean, it is what secures your salvation. Jesus holds you. Let me get that right. Jesus holds you. God holds you. Uh, Your belief is what brings you into that relationship. And that belief uh, is, is, uh, needs to go deeper in our lives and in our hearts. Jesus, when he said, believe in God, you believe in God, believe also in me, he was speaking to his followers. He was speaking to saved people. He's calling us deeper into that belief and trust. Entrust yourself to him. He is faithful, even though there are those in the world that is unfaithful and rebellious and defiant and rejecting him. Don't be that person. Be a person that says, God, I trust you. I love you. I believe you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to rest in your provision. I'm going to follow your direction. I'm going to believe in the goodness of your heart and live in the lavish generosity of your love. That's the person you want to be today and until you see him. Hey, happy Monday. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks for joining me.